0: Your crew, I tell God, my crew, we party all night. I stays dead off the tap, roll like macho man. Macho if I man. hit your mama with an elbow, then I'm sorry, fam. Y'all better know it. Y'all better know it. Misfits and minor or lions and tigers—in other words, animals, animals, animals. We all going crazy. I think you should try it now. Got giant. What is up, what is up, what is going on today, good people? Yes, it's Wednesday, September 7th, and it is, this is the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. This your boy, Dadron I'm Ryan Solo Dolo, as I've been doing, and it's always a lot to talk about, a lot to get into, a lot to discuss. Um, a lot to just, just dive into, um, sports news, college football is back. The NFL season starts tomorrow and man, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm just excited. I'm really excited about the NFL season. I, I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't, I cannot wait. Um, so let me just dive in. First of all, happy Labor Day to everybody, um, that, in, that enjoyed the time off. If you do security. probably didn't because security is 24 hours or if you work at the airport, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, man, so much to talk about. So again, happy Labor Day again. Um, yesterday marked 21 years since I enlisted into the United States Navy. And of course, you know, four days later, 9-11 happened. Very unfortunate. I'm pretty sure all flags and stuff going to be up for Patriots Day. But it's, it's so much to, to just really dive into. So let me just get started. Um, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. Um, if you haven't done what you need to do this week, um, it's not too late. So go ahead and get started. Ooh, first things first. Biden has passed a bill for debt relief. I mean, passed a bill for debt relief for people who in college or whatever the case may be, right? Passed a bill. Um, and people are complaining because it's only $10,000. Um, I saw my cousin post and saying that, look, if you don't want to use that $10,000 gate, give it to, um, (laughs) give it to her. She'll, 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 she'll she'll use it. Um, she'll definitely use it. And so, and you know, it's a, you know, like if you're complaining about, cause it's only $10,000, there are people who have hundreds of thousands of dollars in college debt that they need to pay back and $10,000 would definitely put a a dent in it. Obviously it's not going to pay at all unless you have less than $10,000. Right. Makes sense. Um, so more than 70 animals emancipated in Liberty County, that were left neglected. Um, if you don't want to take care of an animal, don't get an animal. You know, Michael Michael Vick is still being, uh victim i'm um, not victimized ostracized for what he did and he wasn't even there that's crazy right but people are mistreating animals if you don't want the animal don't have it like it's it's really that simple like but don't take an animal treat it like crap and then you know leave it for dead it's the same thing with children Don't, if you know, if you can't take care of a child, don't have them. Or, you know, or if you're not married and you're having children, wait till you get married to have children. Don't do it while you're single. Now I get, if you've been married and you've been divorced or you lost your husband or wife, that's one thing, right? I'm not talking about them in particular. I'm talking about the ones who just want to have children or they want to plant seeds. i.e., Nick Cannon, you know. Cause he he want to have children, I mean yeah he got the money for it, but what are you teaching your sons and daughters that it's okay to that it's okay to just have children just because you want to? Like no, absolutely not. That's insane. But who am I to judge, right? So also, have you watched Me Time on Netflix and Hunt for Jesus? Save your soul. If you haven't. Um, should watch it, especially me time. I think every man should watch it and, or not just every man, every father, every husband to just watch the movie me time. I I believe it's important to watch because it's, it's a movie that where, you know, most fathers or parents, and I'm speaking to the, the male portion, um, as it pertains to fathers, fathers, um, you know, they, they do a lot, you know, they actually do do just as much as women. It's just men don't put it on display. And so, or fa- shall I say fathers don't put it on display, right? Um, in the movie, you know, Regina Hall is the, is the breadwinner and Kevin Hart is the, Homemaker, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I forgot the name my wife used to say. But she she said something that where it's like, oh, that, that's a better name than saying homemaker. So it was a good movie. And, you know, me and my wife have had this conversation. She made a substantial amount of money to where I could, um, well, I don't have to go to work and I could just be at home with the children. I'd do it. Like, it's, it's you know, because I do it now and I work. So... Can't, so it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be any different now. I would have my lazy days because every parent does have that lazy day where they don't want to do anything. But hey, that's life, you know, as a parent. Now, honk for Jesus, save your soul. My thoughts on it, right? So, from watching the movie, I immediately thought about when they talked about the scandal and what happened in the movie. I immediately thought about what happened with Bishop Eddie Long. That was my first thought, right? and how and how that you know it was the same same or similar situation maybe not exact to the T but a preacher pastor bishop apostle whatever you want to put themselves as um these four boys were hurt and were coming to seek guidance counsel whatever and spoiler alert Sterling K. Brown's character um, was a predator to them. And everybody's like, the movie's horrible. There's this and that, and all this other stuff. And it's like, people are watching movies for one thing and not getting the perspective out of it. Um, It's the same as when Coming to America 2 came out, and everybody thought, it's not going to be like the first one. Well, that's kind of the point, because everybody's a little bit older now, so they're not doing as much. I actually in my opinion, I think 2 was better than 1 only because of the the ev- the evolution of the movie. People were complaining that oh it's not like the first. Um but not to mention that Eddie Murphy got people some jobs. Put people back on the map to get other jobs. But we don't we don't we don't focus on that. We, to be honest, Us as people in a whole, we don't focus on positive things or looking at things in the better light. We look at it from a negative standpoint. It doesn't have to be like that. Hunt for Jesus. Um, like I said, I didn't, I didn't think it was a bad movie, but I also didn't think it was a good movie. But from my perspective of what I saw, was uh, a lot of pastors, preachers who are in the pulpit, who are. Um, ministering to people in a way where you're, you're feeding on their vulnerability, their vulnerability, and you're feeding on, on their wanting to do better. So you're going to, you're going to enhance why they're hurt. Give you an example. So let's say, let's say, um, young girl gets molested, right? Just, and I'm just saying as an example, because, Girls get molested all the time. And she, you know, but she's been going to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Tuesday or whatever days. They go to church and all of a sudden she's seeking guidance. So now she gets involved with this pastor who is preaching about coming out of what hurt you, blah, blah, blah. And you have this preacher or this young lady who's 19, 20, still vulnerable and she's seeking guidance, counsel, but he's like, well, in order to do this, he sleeps with her. So now you've put this picture of this pastor, preacher, whatever, who's preyed on this young girl who's already molested, still vulnerable about how she feel about men, but because she's found trust in this preacher who's who's speaking life to her, what she's heard it and how to be better. And she's seeking that guidance and not getting it because, or if she's getting it, is 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 get she's getting it with an ulterior motive behind that preacher. Now, this this is not saying that all preachers are like that, right? Because they're not. I know for a fact, that the church I go to, none of that is going on. None of that is going on. My boy, who's the lead pastor for second service is not doing none of that. And he's had the example of his mother and his father to show him that no, God's way is the only way regardless of what the world says and does God's way is the only way. And they live it. I'm a firm believer they live it outside of the church because I've been around them. Um, I've been around them enough to, to, to see that they're, they're not changing because of, of the environment, if that makes sense they're going to stick to, to, to who they are, what they believe in and go from there. Um, so it's, but again, it goes back to me saying how there are a lot of preachers that, who, who prey on people, you know, this, this, these prosperity sermons about you sow a seed here, you'll get this, you'll get that. And all the meanwhile, your, your, your church member is, is homeless, but you live in, in Mansion and Benz is giving in to your friends because you feel stupendous. Like, no, that's not what we do. Yeah, I just dropped some biggie. Um, so, if, and I, and I guess this is for me. Like, for me, like, I want my pastor to know me personally. Like, be able to call me. I know churches are different. Um, but for me, I couldn't go to a mega church. That's just because i, I am because I want that relationship with my pastor to be able to call me to check on me if something is wrong or you know there's a death in the family or if I'm losing sight or if I need counseling like all of, like all of these things i I need to speak to that pastor personally not go to someone else who who may be only there just for a paycheck because there are some preachers who who say they preach, but they're really there for a paycheck because I learned this years ago that being a pastor is the new hustle. And it was and it was broken down to me because they don't have to work or they're not supposed to work because they're, you know, doing the service. But they command their own salary. And, you know, yes, they still pay their tithes and offering or whatever. But the fact that they don't have to work, I know some still work. Because they're trying to, you know, provide this lifestyle for 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 their family, right? But there are some who just really only there to get a paycheck or who want to preach for an hour and to say they said something and didn't say anything. Or they're they're preaching out of out of their emotions instead of preaching out of the spirit. But that's for a whole nother conversation. All right. I'm gonna move on from that because I can spend time I can spend a lot of time on that personally. All day on that. But I choose not to. I'm gonna move on. The White House is seeking thirteen point seven billion more for Ukraine. My question is why? The money you're trying to give to Ukraine can be given to to our homeless vets that people say they so much care about. Never seem to understand that. Never seem to understand it. We got a bunch of homeless vets, which you want to give to another country. How about we get these homeless vets to get themselves cleaned up, to get themselves taken care of? Like, a number of things. But, you know, we don't do that. Um, Also, yesterday, I'm moving on from that. Yesterday, um, you know, we were asked to wear maroon and white in recognition for the victims and families in Uvalde. Yeah, the victims and families in the Uvalde about what happened. They uh, Rob Elementary. Rob Elementary started school yesterday. Um, I definitely had on my maroon T-shirt. Um, it was a Hillman T-shirt. You know, although it's not a real HBCU, but I can definitely feel the HBCU vibe when I watch the TV show. Um, so it's very disheartening. Yesterday, um, I went to my youngest daughter's school to sign up for Watch uh, Watchdog Dads. Um, if you don't know, Watchdog is basically getting fathers or father figures to spend time with their child, children, cousin, cousins, or nieces and nephews, like basically to be a role model. Cause what you don't see a lot of times is men in the homes. I want to say it's about 70% and I'm, I know in the black community, it's about 70% of fathers not in the home. That's staggering. And it shouldn't be like that. Now, there are a number of reasons why. And I'm not, for me, I'm not talking about people, I mean, families who, have I mean, I should say wives who've lost their husbands due to illness or, you know, caught in the line of fire. You know, being in the military or police department, fire department, you know, things like that. Like, I'm not talking about them, but it's very disheartening how men are not teaching men to be men. And so they still have a boy-like or child-like mentality. They think it's cool to get a woman pregnant, but it's, but they're perfectly fine with just walking out because they don't have to deal with the child. That's. That's having boy issues one1, so i'm i'm, I'm a, I did it last year I'm I probably do it every year um because children need to see their their fathers children need to be around their fathers. children need their fathers to be honest, like there's no like children do better in school when the father's in the home. they do a lot better. I mean, obviously no home is perfect, right? I can attest to that. My home is not perfect. But I try to do my best. My wife tries to do her best. And in in the event of it, we try to teach in a way where to be beneficial outside of our house. Because once once our children leave our house, even just to go to school, they're in a different environment, in different settings. Um, Robin comes home, starts singing, and used to call me on my cell phone. The hotline bling. And we don't play that music in here. She's never heard us play that song in here. And it could be from a movie. You know, we put on a lot of children's movies like Sing, Trolls, Moana. Like, I mean, and I'm just naming a a couple of movies or whatever. But they may play that song. But for the most part, we don't listen to that music in this house. So it's, it's coming from outside the home. But it's. You know it's it's very fortunate that fathers are in the home. It's very beneficial. Not to say mothers can't do the job because yes, you can raise you can raise boys up, but you can never teach them how to be a man. No matter how good you, of a job you think you're doing, you can never teach a boy how to be a man. It takes another man, and they have to see that. And what happened in Uvalde? At Rob Elementary, like it's never going to make sense. Like, the whole police department should 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 resign. Because again, it goes back to me saying, how you go into school to only get your child, but not all of the children that you could save. But you know, understand that's your child, right? I'm thinking about, for me, I I'd be honest, right? Like, yes, I would try to get my child, but I'm trying to rescue as many children as I can. Cause 21 children didn't have to die. The response that the police gave d- didn't have didn't have to take so long. Kinda like the Capitol that happened January 6th, last year, like, their response was so slow. And they even talked about it happening and it didn't happen. So it's like, you know, what's going on here? What's really going on? I don't know. Um, the three men that were convicted in killing Ahmaud Arbery, um, all of them got life in prison. Life, the father and son tandem, they getting life with no parole. The other guy who recorded everything, uh, or who was the driver, whatever you want to call him, um, he he gets parole, I think, after like 50 or 60 years. But by that time, he'll be... <laughs> Don't even, well, I don't feel bad for them. Like we, we keep saying that, well, we keep quoting the Pledge of Allegiance that we're one nation under God and yet we're still divided because you don't like the way someone looks or you don't like the lifestyle that they choose to live. That's your reason for hating them. Mm, That's not a good look. So, but it is what it is you know, it is what it is. So moving on 10 people dead in Canada from being stabbed and the suspects still at large. Um, when I saw the report, I saw the news for it. I was like, 10 people were stabbed. Like, like you hear more about it with, with people shooting and getting killed, not stabbed. Like, I think that's not not crazy, but it's like weird. Um, it's very unfortunate to those 10 people that lost their life. Um, my heart goes out to them and their families who have to bury them. But man, that, for me, it doesn't sit right. Also moving on, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond CFO falsehoods death in New York home. Don't know if he was pushed. Don't know if he just jumped off or committed suicide. I oh, when I first saw it, I immediately thought about, um, and this is probably because um I fall asleep to NCIS. <laughs> um, well, I immediately thought, you know, like call Gibbs and the crew to go take care of this. <laughs> um, from NCIS. That that's what I immediately thought. Now, not saying that the CFO was um, part of the military, but it's when you watch TV shows, you know, you, you it it kind of becomes a part of you in a sense to it, how, it, how it can be investigated. Like, um, let's say if there's an accident, someone has a heart attack or a stroke while driving, you know, give me to think about Gray's anatomy. You know, just, you know, where's Gray? Where's Jackson Avery? Although he's. Not on the show anymore, but you get the gist. So, um, I don't know what happened. I just know he 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 fell to his death in his New York home. That's all I have. Um, comedians Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears accused of grooming and molesting siblings in sexual explicit skits. Um, I've seen this, and it's no excuse. It's no excuse, period apologizing like these are children and you don't know children's minds are very, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but they are easily manipulated and they're easily convinced that this is the way things should be. And for two adults to, I don't understand the message they were trying to portray, but I believe it has something to do with sex trafficking. Either way, playing with it, practicing it, you know, or trying to get a message out doesn't take away the fact that it shouldn't be done to children, whether you're, whether you're acting it out or, or it's actually happening. I think it is unnecessary. So I um feel bad for him at the same time. I don't feel bad for him, but apologizing doesn't make it go away. That's just like, me hitting somebody and I apologize. And as soon as I hit them, they don't take the way that I hit them. It just happened. So ugh, I don't know. I'm, I may look into it to find, get more details. I'm not sure. Um, Last year I posted something and I still stand by it today. Obviously it's a perspective thing um, that goes on. With it, right? So, I posted last year, almost to the day, yesterday, that if you're a married woman and you're going around saying, my body, my choice, you gave up that right when you said I do to your husband. And it was a uh, close to 100 comments. Now, a lot of people took it out of context or a lot of people viewed it from a cultural sense. And and I I get it, right? You know, every every person's body is their own body. And they are free to make the decisions that they want to make with it, right? I mean, it, and it's the same in marriage. It is the same in marriage. You know, a wife cannot make a decision without her husband. A husband cannot make a decision without his wife. Like it's a I know for some people it's a touchy subject about the, my body, my choice and the fact that the Roe versus Wade was overturned. Um, although my stance is still the same, but well, I'm not going to say, but my, my, cause my stance is still the same, but I was speaking even when I shared it last year, that i was speaking from a biblical sense. No, I was not speaking with what the world says. Cause the world says a lot of things. Culture says a lot of things. Culture is always changing anyway. The Bible doesn't change. People want to change the Bible, but people should change for the Bible because the Bible is is showing us the end times that we're living in anyway. Um, Now, with this Roe versus Wade being overturned, I do believe that a woman who was raped or molested should not carry a child that they didn't ask for. Like, Period. You can't make me you can't tell me different. Um, but you know, we it's it's more of like, so you want this woman to, to carry on for years that she's already gonna carry on the burden of being molested or being raped or being sexually assaulted. And then you want her to carry a child on top of that that she has to carry in her belly again. She didn't ask for. It. And so it's, it's very, very unfortunate. But this is why voting during the midterm is so important. Voting, every time voting comes up, is important. Just my stance on it. All right. I believe this is one of the first times Chris rocket has came out and spoke about Will Smith's apology. Um, and in a sense, to me, it was kind of funny. Chris Rock came out and said that Will Smith's apology looked like a hostage situation. And in a sense, you know, watching this apology, I I believe he was sincere in it, but it doesn't take away, um, it doesn't take away, you know, what happened. It's them like on live TV. And, yeah, I I mean, you can only apologize so much. It happened, and I believe Dave Chappelle said it, if I'm not mistaken. Dave Chappelle said that Will Smith for 30 years was being the perfect guy until the slap, or before the slap. Will Smith was portraying the perfect guy for 30 years. And we we live in America, right? Or we live in a society where, that no matter how no matter what good you do, if you do one bad thing, it is the end of you, apparently. Now, in in some cases, well, in in some cases, I do believe people need grace. Right, but because before then, Will Smith hadn't done anything that would make you think that he's just this horrible person. He slapped the person. Yeah, the situation could have been handled differently, but it happened. Let's move on. Same thing with Ray Rice. You know, him being in college, outstanding guy in college, got into the league. He hit his then fiance, now wife, in an elevator. And, yes, the way the NFL handled it was wrong. But that's on the NFL. And so, with that, you know, he's treated as this horrible person, like he's a... um, what's the word? I, I can't even think of the word I'm looking for. But he's just constantly hitting on women all the time, and that's not the case. It's the same thing with Michael Vick. His name was only mentioned about the dogs. He, there was no There was no real information that he was actually involved in it. It was just it was at his home. That's it. But people to this day. Skip Bayless in particular, who's 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 a dog lover, you know, don't want to do with Michael Vick. Like it's been like ten years, bro. Actually, been longer than that. Been about fifteen. So, um, his apology did look like a hostage situation. Like he was reading from a script, like on the screen. Like you, if you've seen any movies where people are in a hostage situation where they read off something you don't give me this or this is going to happen in three hours and blah, blah, blah. Like that's what it'll look like. All right, moving on. So my 40th birthday is coming up. I can't wait. Really? I'm thinking about everybody who was born in 1983. Like 1983 was a really good year from January 1st to December 31st. 1983 was a good year. If you was born in 1983, shout out to you. Some really awesome and phenomenal people born in 1983. I won't go through the list, but it's a lot of people that I know who were born in 1983. I mean, it's can't not greatness, right? Can't not greatness. Um, toxic relationships and how they start. So... I wanted to have this conversation with my wife and I um, here on the podcast and with our teenage daughter, because she brought up something a few weeks ago about how boys would hit girls and that's how they showed that they like them. But it also goes into a number of things, like if a boy doesn't like a girl or is not interested in a girl, it puts this portray that he might be a homosexual. And that's not always the case. It's just, you know, some boys are taught to wait till they get married or to remain pure. But if a guy didn't try to do anything with a girl, like, example, let's say a guy and a girl. Um, Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, Say for instance that a guy and a girl are hanging out. And I'm I'm just saying as an example, I'm not, this is not the full story. And a guy doesn't try anything with her. And she's pressing him, you know, maybe a guy wants to wait. But it puts, a, and the guy was like, well, no, nah, I don't want to do anything. But why are you over here? Blah, 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 blah. And it turns into, like, if, if the guys get now, and, that's, and that's not even the case. Some guys just want to wait. And it's the thing, vice versa. A guy trying to force himself on a girl and she don't want to, he'd be like, man, you ugly. It's a trigger. It's, it's the beginning of a toxic relationship for when teenagers want to date one another. Um, my teenage daughter Julina is going to be turning 16 sooner before I turn 40. And um, we had this conversation years ago that she's going to... I'm gonna allow her to date at sixteen. Sixteen is back fast approaching. Um, should have said it till she was thirty, but now nah, my wife won't let me do that. Um, but the you know the conversation, you know as far as boys hitting girls, I did it to show that I like the girl, and I didn't think nothing of it. I just thought you like a girl, you go hit them, or you know do something to get their attention and some girls didn't respond to that well. So it's, it's more intuitive. I believe that in the future, the three of us will get on here together and go more in depth with it. But getting in relationships with people is, um, it's tough because you don't know what that person is bringing into the relationship. No one does. Until you know you've been with that person six months to a year, and you start learning things when you're around that person more often, and it doesn't go away once you get married. Let me be the first to tell you that I'm a living testimony of what I did when I was single only exposed what I did what I do in marriage not that i'm I'm not cheating on my wife, or anything like that, but some of the things that I struggled with while I was single only enhanced it once I got married, and I'm working on. Still working on being a better person, being a better husband, being a better father. Even when I mess up, you know, I I acknowledge that I messed up and have the have the desire to do better. Um, a person that's a part of the LGBT, LGBT community, A plus, element Um, going to jail for sex trafficking. I think that's pretty bad. Right, like and I don't know the full story, but it kind of made me think like if you're part of the alphabet community and you're part of you're part of a sex trafficking raid, well not raid, but a sex trafficking I don't even know what it's called, but part of sex trafficking and you are molesting or sexually exposing children, you know, were you sexually, sexually molested, sexually assaulted, or raped as a child? And you think this is the only way? Like, so many questions, right? So many questions. That And I don't have the answers to them, obviously, because I only know from what I see uh, on my news notifications. Um, trade of truth and zero got into an altercation what a couple of weeks ago maybe um and my stance on this is like like honestly i don't care like two grown men fighting over what like w- like what at this point you're either 40 or almost 40 like what are you fighting over matter of fact even if you're in your 30s like what are you fighting over Like, I I understand we all have a moment of lapse in judgment, right? We all have them. I'm guilty of it. But shouldn't be fighting. Shouldn't be. There's another way to handle things. And they are very popular in Houston, too. Someone's going to record it. Someone's going to put it on social media and go from there. Um, KDISD students screaming racial slurs at a volleyball game I'll say this because I want to say there was a conversation we had either yesterday or the day before yesterday at my house Um, I know the incident happened in BYU and the response time was the response time was very slow like it was really slow what happened at BYU and i've always said jokingly but it's i mean but the 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 fans of utah are pretty horrible especially for it to be a mormon state i've always said jokingly that they're the racist mormons that state is a is part of the racist mormons like It makes me think, like, how would they feel if Carmelo played for another team? Like, I'm waiting to see when Donovan Mitchell comes back to Utah, how he's going to be received. Like, I think about that stuff. And it's, it's not enough to where, like, now it's in high school or middle school that children are saying it. Or parents of children are saying it. And it's supposed to be okay. Like, I oftentimes think that because the parents couldn't do what, what these children are doing, you want to, so to speak, hate on what they're doing. Uh, so, like, really, like, and then what's crazy is that I get told I'm racist. And I'm not. Because I, I have no hate toward any other ethnicity. Yeah. I make jokes, right? I make jokes or whatever, but it's, it's not out of hate. It's out of the stereotype. You know, it's like, I believe, and I stand by this too, you know, when you, when you, when you throw out racially slurs or, have hate towards another person that's that's being racist that's not me like never oh I can't say never have maybe when I was in the navy but like now no I, have, I love all people even if they don't love themselves but what what kills me is that when people again I've said this before and I'll probably keep saying it I might have to say it every week. If you are a Christian or profess to be part of a religion and it tells you to hate other people it's not the- that's not the right religion or you shouldn't be a Christian or you're not a Christian because Jesus didn't hate anybody he loved all people matter of fact, he was willing to do what tradition told us not to do as it pertains to meeting with the Samaritan woman um meeting with a woman who was caught in the act of adultery. Like the the answers he gave because the religious leaders thought that tradition, traditional ways is the only way. And when someone tries to change those traditions, we got to kill them (laughs) house away. I think it's ridiculous. So, but if you're out there and you're saying you hate people, and you like again profess to be a Christian or profess to be a religion, part of a religion, you should probably do away with it. Like, um, and it was brought to my attention Sunday at church that um my pastor mentioned about the black Israelites. <laughs> like, why do you have to put yourself in this group of as the black Israelites? Like, Israelites are all colors, are all shades. But that's what the black Muslims do too. Not just Muslims. Because Muslim has no color. Just like religion doesn't have a color. Just like being a Christian doesn't have a color. Being a Christian is following Jesus Christ's commands and loving people. And you'll know you're his disciples by the way you love one another, not by how you mistreat them or based on color or race. It's not how that works. So. I stand by what I said as far as Utah, BYU, the fans of Utah are racist Mormons. But, you know, that's for another conversation. Actually, it's not for another conversation. I'm going to stand by what I stand by. And unless someone can tell me different, I'm going to stand by it. Um, Last post. There's no relationship advice that I have this week. Uh, but men need to be able to vent to other men and not feel ashamed for doing so. Um, I definitely believe in men being able to connect with one another and being able to connect just from different perspectives. Not just, you know, not just on the people that you associate with. Right? Like, give you an example, like um, my neighbor, you know, he doesn't go to church or whatever, but he's been a father longer than I have. And I may have a question or two about um, a topic as pertains to being a father of, you know, teenage girls. Or, you know, just being able to talk about things from a different perspective, like, you know, being able to talk about having a conversation, not not that the the man is throwing his wife under the bus, but what do you think about this? Um, situation. This is what's going on with me and my wife, blah, blah, blah. And I don't exactly know how to handle it. Now I'm not talking about me. I'm just saying in general, like, I don't know how to handle it. How do I go about it? Type of thing. Like me need to be able to do that. Um, last Wednesday, um, I had been, um, our church after it's opened up, we sort of opened it back up Wednesday nights for small groups and discipleship classes. So the small group class is called Iron Sharpen Iron. And it's, you know, men being able to talk about, you know, how to lead our families and how to do it the right way. We're not going to always get it right. Um, you know, We there's always room for growth. That's, there's never not room for growth where we as men or we as people cannot grow. If you feel like you can't grow anywhere, then, clearly you're you're misinformed, so um, and it's the same for women too, and they may not leave out the women women should be able to go talk to women about women things because sometimes men don't want to hear about women things, and vice versa. um My wife said the other day that um she doesn't get an off season from sports, and it's probably true she don't get an off season from sports because sports is year round, you know. Um, baseball season is going, football season is about to start, and in another month, a basketball season will be here. So it's like, yeah, she doesn't get an off season. And once baseball season ends, they'll be right back um, end of February, um, beginning of March. Basketball season will be almost over, but it'll be constantly going. So, you know, it's, you know, men and women, Husbands and wives should be able to talk to other men, and it doesn't always have to be that they're married or single. Like it's always a perspective. Like um, my homeboy that I used to go to church with, um, when I would talk to him about things, he would only speak to the man, like the God, the man of God in me, not to the husband in me, because he was single, he wasn't married, so he can't relate. So, it was interesting. So, um, yeah, so men should be able to vent to other men, and women should be able to vent. Not that you're bringing issues to one another, but should be able to just vent. College football, like I said, is back, Um, and... This past weekend, college football, um, the college football playoff could, is going to expand to 12 teams as soon as 2024. That's pretty soon. Um, and nothing's going to change, really. The Alabamas, the Georgias, the Ohio States, the Clemsons maybe Notre Dame. Uh, It's going to be the same team still winning it. Like maybe once Nick Saban retires, um, it may be wide open for anybody to win, but as long as Nick Saban is at the helm, Alabama's always going to be probably either playing for the national championship or winning it. That's just how it goes. So nothing's going to change. It's going to be the same teams. You're just adding teams to play. Um, This past Thursday, Pittsburgh and West Virginia, 38-31. Um, that was a surprisingly good game, and the game didn't end, but the game when the touchdown was a pick six. U of H won 37-35 to UT San Antonio. Mm, that game, game, maybe the game didn't go as according to plan, but it is what it is. The game of the week, which I thought would have been the game of the week, was number three. Well, it wasn't a game. But number three, Georgia versus number eleven, Oregon. So here so here was my thing, right? I actually thought that the the score for the Georgia, Oregon game was gonna be the score for the Ohio State Notre Dame game, but I was clearly wrong. Um but Georgia won forty nine to three. And Ohio State beat number five, Notre Dame, which Notre Dame was never a number five team. But Ohio State beat Notre Dame 21-10. So um, another good game that was really good, um, number 19, Arkansas beat number 23, Cincinnati, 38-31. A lot of good games. And one of the games I called last week, well, this past Saturday was Florida beat number seven, Utah. I didn't have faith in number seven Utah they because the SEC is different. And sure enough, Florida won. Late A late interception sealed the victory for him Now, the quarterback in Utah looks nice, but I wasn't putting too much into him. Like, I, I knew I picked Florida. You know, doing good so far. All right, week two coming up, and U of H, who's ranked number 25 now, is going to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. Probably going to pick U of H to win. Maybe they regroup. Who knows? Um, South Carolina is playing number 16, Arkansas. I'm going to roll with Arkansas. Appalachian State is going against number 6, Texas A&M. I'm going to pick Texas A&M, but it's going to be a close game. Close game. Number 24, Tennessee, playing number 17, Pittsburgh. I'm going to pick Tennessee. Pittsburgh played good last week. But playing teams in the SEC is hit hit different. Number um, number 20, Kentucky. Excuse me. It's playing. Number 12, Florida. I'm going to pick Florida. Number 10, USC is playing versus Stanford. I'm going to pick USC. Um, This this will be their first road test with um, Lincoln Riley as the coach. Number 9, Baylor versus number 21, BYU. I'm picking Baylor. Just because it's Baylor and BYU as well. I've already stated how I feel about them. The game of the week is going to be number one Alabama versus Texas in Arlington. That should be a good game. Alabama might steamroll them. Actually wouldn't be a good game to go to. Like, if that was a game you wanted to go to, that would be the game to go to. Um, so yeah, moving on NBA news. Um, Donovan Mitchell is a Cavalier did not see that coming. There were so many talks about him going to New York and it just didn't happen. Knicks even had a deal on the table and it just didn't happen. I I don't know why. Um, it didn't go through. I, well, I do know why because once they signed the, the four year extension, for um, R.J. Barrett, who started playing a little bit better at the end of the year. Whew, excuse me. Um guess it kind of all worked out. Or uh, didn't work out. So it'll be Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett in New York. So what does that mean for the Cavaliers? I, th- I think they'll be a top 14. Because they were actually a top 14 for most of the season. And injuries happened, so... They stay healthy, they can be a top four team in the uh in the in the east. Also, Steph Curry has graduated from Davidson and now he will have his number thirty retired. Um, to be honest, his number should have been retired. Like, he's the most decorated player that's ever played at Davidson. And don't think anybody's gonna come after him. Like the run he went on in two thousand seven, I believe. Or two thousand eight. Whichever one. The run he went on with David said, think of them too. Excuse me, to the Elite Eight, it's phenomenal. But you know, colleges do that. Like if you don't graduate, you don't get your number retired. So speaking of numbers numbers retired, I did not know, I don't know if I shared this last week, but I did not know that the Dallas Cowboys don't retire numbers. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I really didn't know that. So anybody can wear Troy Aikman's number. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Pat Patrick Beverly is a Los Angeles Laker. Can Pat and Russell Westbrook coexist? Um, I don't know. They they do have a history. They have a long history. Patrick Babe is the reason why um, Russell Westbrook towards ACL, I believe, in 2013, 2012, 2013, something like that. Um so and then they've gotten into it ever since then. Um I well, guess we'll see. I do apologize that I keep yawning. I'm not tired. I'm not tired yet. Nope. John Wall has contemplated suicide during his injuries and family tragedy. Um, I think we sometimes forget that these NBA players, although they make millions of dollars, are still human beings. And they deal with the same life stuff we, we deal with too. But a lot of people like to say that, well, they got plenty of money. They'll be all right. I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds good when you got a lot of money. But having a lot of money does not bring happiness. Let me be the first to say, because I remember being in the military when I, when I thought I had money, um, just living my best life. And I really wasn't, I was really going through some things mentally, but you know, it, it is what it is like things happen. So, you know, um, I hope he gets the help he needs. And goes from there. But I still don't think the Clippers will be the team that everybody's expecting them to be. Like everybody keep putting this this on the Clippers that, oh, they're gonna be good this year. Kawhi a healthy Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard has been healthy for the last two years, in my opinion. But he been up in the in the um in the press box and not down on the court with his teammates. Tells me everything I didn't know about Kawhi Leonard. And we should no longer put him in the same conversation as LeBron, Steph Curry. Period. Um, NFL news: preseason is over and the season starts tomorrow. How will the Cowboys do? Whew. I honestly don't know. I don't know. Like, um, I know Michael Irvin has come out and said if they, you know, the penalties, they'll. Excuse me. They'll be similar to the 72 Dolphins. I don't believe that not one bit. But I don't know who we gotta wait and see. If the defense is as good as they're supposed to be, and if Zeke Elliott, like, get it together, bruh. If he gets gets it together, the Cowboys have a chance to I I I probably said they'll go eleven and six. That's being fair that win the division who knows everybody putting his hype on Philly the weapons they got we should see Um, no knock on Jalen Hurts but he's not as accurate as a let's say a Pat Mahomes throw the ball he can run the ball yes but he's not Russell Wilson either so but I mean we'll, we'll see Like that's why they play the games what will the Texans look like after Deshaun Watson. Um, to be honest, their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. Like a lot of games. But their offense is what's well, going to be the reason why they lose a lot. Just my take. Going to the preseason game, you know, people are fighting for roster spots and things like that. But um, just under the impression that the defense is going to keep them in the game probably for the first three quarters and then because their offense is not going to be on the field as much, they're going to be tired. And, of course, coaches and players say, yo, we believe in Davis Mills. Do you really? Because if you had the option to have Deshaun Watson, you know, you would have Deshaun Watson. So, that's we'll see. Russell Wilson gets paid $245 million. Deal. The deal is worth... I mean, I'm sorry, not the deal, but he gets 165 uh, guaranteed money. And yet, we still wait on Lamar Jackson to get signed. Um, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm telling him, I'm telling them, I want Deshaun Watson money. And, and what I mean by that, I want it all guar- excuse me, guaranteed. All of it guaranteed. That's what I want. All of it guaranteed. Like, he can even ask for... Because I think Deshaun Watson got 240. Yeah, 240. No, 230. And he's still, but it's all of it is guaranteed. So I'm I'm telling Lamar Jackson, I said, I want I want 250, all guaranteed. All of it guaranteed. All of it guaranteed. Fig- fig- figured fig figure out how to get it all guaranteed. But I want it all guaranteed. I don't want the Pat Mahomes deal because all of his not guaranteed. I want the Deshaun Watson deal with all my money guaranteed. He's been the MVP. Deshaun Watson hasn't been the MVP. No, and this is no knock on Deshaun Watson. So just saying. All right, games that's coming on starting with the Thursday night game, the Bills and the Rams. I'm going to pick. I think I might. I think I might pick the Bills in this one only because you know. And I could be wrong. That's why they play the games. But we'll see. The Steelers and the Bengals. I'm going to pick the Bengals. Colts and the Texans. We're going to pick the Colts. The 49ers and the Bears. Um, I'm going to pick the 49ers. Because I don't know what the Bears defense is going to look like without Khalil Mack. The Patriots and the Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. The Chiefs and the Cardinals. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. The the Raiders and the Chargers. I'm gonna pick the Chargers. Sunday Night Football game. Buccaneers versus the Cowboys. I know Steven would probably pick the Buccaneers. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. That's just what we do because he's a Buccaneers fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. The Broncos and the Seahawks. I'm gonna pick the Broncos. And I'm gonna pick Russell Wilson and win it in walk-off fashion. That's my take. Yep. Um speaking of the NFL. Uh, that was a lot of names that got that – players that got released. Um, Leatherwood got released by the Raiders. O.J. Howard got released by the Bills. But he found a team um, in the Texans. I don't know if Davis Mills can hit O.J. Howard because he can definitely stretch the field. But I don't know who the receivers are for the Texans. Even going to the game and putting their starters out there for the first couple of series, don't know who they are. Still don't know who they are think Brandon Cooks is the only receiver I may know if he's still there who knows Um, which team will win the AFC and NFC all right this is going to be a little tough for me well actually no it's not I can tell you right now the AFC North is going to be won by the Bills the AFC South is probably going to be won by the Colts the AFC I'm sorry, yeah, no, the AFC North. No, I'm sorry, yeah, the AFC AFC East to be won by the Bills. The AFC North, I'm going to pick Baltimore. AFC South will be won by the Colts, like I said, and the AFC West is probably the toughest one. I think I'm going to go with the Chargers. Yep, I'm going to roll with the Chargers. Now, for the NFC, might be a little tougher. But let's see. The NFC East, I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, why would I not pick the Cowboys to win it? Um, NFC North, it'll probably still be Green Bay. But Minnesota is going to be on ATL. I do believe Minnesota got better. AFC South. Probably be Tampa Bay. I don't see any changes. I don't see nobody as a threat in the South. Maybe the Saints because of their defense. I mean, unless James Winston comes out and play like he did before he got hurt, it's a possibility. And the NFC West, I'm gonna still go with the Rams. I don't I don't see anything changing. Um, let's see. My potential MVP. Everybody's saying Josh Allen. I'm going to go on the limb and say Jonathan Taylor. Like, he deserves it. He ain't even getting no love. He ain't even getting no love. I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor. Defensive player of the year, let's give it to Aaron Donald. Offensive player of the year, mm, might go to Pat Mahomes. Who knows? These are my predictions. This is not factual. Defensive rookie of the year. I don't even know who the rookies are defensively. Offensively, I don't know either. I have to go look and see. I'll give my predictions next week about offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Predictions for the Super Bowl. Everybody's been saying it. I'm going to say it too. Cowboys and the Bills. I'm kidding. No. It might be the Rams and the – I'm going to say the Rams and the Chiefs. Why not? Those are my predictions. Rams and the Chiefs. Super Bowl predictions. Book it. It's going to happen. Of course, if the Cowboys don't make it. Of course, the Cowboys don't make it. I'm not not the Cowboy fan that says every year is our year. Mm. I felt more sure last year than I did this year. Like, I was confident in the team. Now, don't know. Just being honest. Again, Jonathan Taylor is probably like, like, um, not that he should be, but if I'm him, I'd be depressed. Because you, back-to-back years at Wisconsin, rushed for over 2,000 yards rushing, had 20 some touchdowns, and you weren't even a finalist for the Heisman. But... His team wasn't playing in the playoff. Okay. What's Kenny Pickett's excuse? His team, Pittsburgh wasn't playing in the college football playoff. Yeah, they won the ACC. But his team won in the college playoff. That boy got slighted twice. He should have he should have at least been in New York as a finalist. And he wasn't. And they thought him going to the Colts, he wasn't going to do nothing. What he did is Wisconsin. He's, you know, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, just set crazy numbers this past year. And I think he was like third or fourth. Or oh, I don't even think he was a finalist for MVP. I'm like, that's insane. That is insane. Um, A lot of baseball news. I don't know if I said it last week, but Tatis got suspended for 80 games for PD use. He did apologize. Um, let's hope he gets himself together. It's up to him to get his career back on and he's not judged by him taking something that he may or may not have known he was taking. That's not for me to decide. Um, former Cards pitcher, I forgot his first name. Maybe Carlos Martinez gets 85 game banned for domestic abuse, for the domestic bu- abuse of policy. Um,. Don't feel bad for you. Like, you you probably won't get another job in baseball. But you can't recover as a person, just not in baseball. Because if they allow him back to play for a team, Barry Bonds need to be in the um, Hall of Fame. Just my take. Shohei Otani becomes the first player to hit 30 home runs and have 10 wins in one season. He's crushing it. He's probably going to win MVP. Well, I take that back. Aaron Judge is going to win MVP. He should anyway. Because he's literally carrying the Yankees right now. The Yankees. Um, Angel Hernandez. (laughs) the, The worst umpire in... Baseball history, they, you know, he wanted to sue uh, Major League Baseball because he was taking off the world's, as, um, taking off his spot as a World Series umpire. But he blew calls in the ALDS. But it's no surprise, he's blown a lot of calls. He blew the call when Galarraga, um, for Detroit, um, hit a no, he didn't call them safe. No, actually, I don't think it was him. It was another pitcher. I mean, it was another umpire. But I'm like, man, brother can't catch a break. But that's who Angel Hernandez is. I don't feel bad for him. All right. One more topic. Serena Williams. Probably the greatest athlete in history, in sports history, in my opinion. Everybody got their opinions. Um, not even just gonna say female athlete, professional athlete, what she's been able to do. Like, she's up there with the Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan's, LeBron James, Kareem's, Muhammad Ali. Like, up there with them, as far as the greatest athlete of all time. She would definitely be on the Mount Rushmore if I had my choice. So, um, And I thought she actually had a chance to win the open, but in that second set, she got really tired of how long that match went in itself. That set went in itself. Um, but she did well. Um, I actually thought Coco golf was going to win it, but she lost yesterday. So probably not going to watch it. So that's just my take. Um, final thoughts before I get out of here. And uh, make things happen. We need to pay more attention to our children's schools. What happened in what happened in Uvalde, Texas, cannot happen again. Need um, to have conversations with our children about if anybody's getting bullied, if anybody's being picked on, um, if if they've seen someone getting picked on, what what are they doing about it? A uh, number of things like need to pay attention to what they have going on because it's very important because we don't want, again, what happened to Rob elementary happened to our children. And, and I'm not just thinking about my children, right? I'm thinking about the children I interact with at church, the children I just interacted with, with people that um that are on my team, my business team. Like they have children too. Like I'm concerned about them just as well as, Anybody, anybody else's child? Like if I see children at the bus stop, I'm concerned. You know what I mean? Like it's not just it's not just my my three. Yes, I'm concerned because they're my children, right? But I'm concerned about all children because children did not actually be in this world. We as adults, as parents, created them because we wanted to. Continue a legacy or whatever you want to call it. Well, for me, definitely a legacy with my son. Because once my girls get married, they're not going to have a Coleman last name. They're going to take their husband's last name, unless their husband's last name is a Coleman. Then maybe, maybe I'll be all right with it. But for the most part, they're going to take their husband's last name and probably won't be hyphenated. That's not something I believe in, in my opinion. Um, but my son, he's going to carry that Coleman name. And I hope he, ha- I'm praying, not hoping, I'm praying he has a son too. So that's all I got today, people. Um, wanted to share this too Um, before I go. um, I was listening to one of my devotionals this morning. Well, not this morning, yesterday morning. And I heard that God doesn't answer prayers. He answers desperate prayers. And it got me to thinking, you know, the scripture in the new Testament, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man of produces wonderful results. Um, I have to come back with it next week, but if you really think about it, people in you, when you're praying like there, we all have a need and it can not be like a repetition prayer. Like, Oh God, thank you for this day, blah, 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 blah. Like it's something that there's a need that you need or that you want, that you desire. For God to move in. He will move in that situation. Um, My wife and I are both testimonies of it. Um, Lord knows I was praying for a son. Because it was my last shot when she was pregnant last. uh, With with our son. Because she told me. She was like look. This is it. If you don't get no son, no boy on this. That is it (laughs) bro. I was like Lord please. Please give me a son. Give me a son. I was <laughs> oh man, like I can't tell you how 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 desperately and hard I was praying for my son, and I got a son. not only did I get a son, the boy looked exactly like me, <laughs> even um at my family's gathering we had a few weeks ago, they were all like, Yeah, that is definitely your son, so but yeah. Don't just pray. Pray desperately. Pray like your life depends on it, because it does. That's all I got for today. Love God. Love people. And if you love God like you say you do, you should love his people too. Till next time, peace.